Joe, if you want to give yeah. your uh, intro of just who you are, what you do real quick, and then we just go from there. Sure. Hey, everybody. Happy, what's today? Tuesday. 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 I feel Tuesday. like today's, go. today's got Wednesday vibes written all over it. It does. It does. Okay, cool. Hey, what's up? I'm Joe Previtt. I'm based in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, currently, I work as a senior full stack engineer for a company called Mercury, which is in the fintech space. Uh, it's kind of like, it's like banking, basically, um, but not it's not a bank. Um, and yeah, I got laid off once in January of this year. And then another time in, I want to say August, I think it's the beginning of August. So yeah. There you go. There you go. So, all right, Joe, let's get into it, man. All right. So there's so many questions to ask people like in these type of interviews, cause there's just a lot to go after. First off, I want to talk about your mental state, um, when you get laid off, right? So it happened twice. Yeah. That's gotta suck. I, you know, there's layoffs happening right now as we speak. What's your biggest advice when you first get the notice? Cause I think people freeze. I think sometimes they try to jump back into the job search immediately and they're not in a good state. So like, do you have any advice for folks? Oh, it's a good question. Um, yeah. I mean, like, you know, the, the way that it always happens, right. Is like, you get a surprise calendar invite, like for the first one surprise invite, like Monday morning at like 9am from the CEO. Like, hey, like, want to just check in? You know, it's coming. You hop on, like, you're devastated when it happens. Um, and most, like, both of the times, I think they gave me until like 12 o'clock that day to like wipe my computer, say bye to coworkers, clean up like any code or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know the, the advice. I mean, like, usually I'll like go for a walk right after. Right. Uh, like talk to my wife, <laughs> talk to my wife about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let your plus yeah. one know, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I try and stay like pretty positive about it. Like the benefit of being laid off as opposed to like being in a toxic environment and having to look in stealth, like when you're laid off, you can start looking in public. And I was like, okay, talk about let's that. Let's do this. Talk about that. So, so like the first time I got laid off, um, you know, I can go on Twitter, I can go on LinkedIn. Like I've over the years, I've been spending a lot of time on those platforms like meeting people, making connections, uh, making friends. And so when you can talk publicly, like people can start coming to you or you can like, it just brings so many more opportunities. Cause you're like, the more you talk about it, like the more doors get opened, I guess. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. What, what, again, so many questions I'm trying to figure out like the best pinpoint. So, 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 so you get laid off, you go for a walk, man, where mm -hmm. do you turn to first? Right. Again, this happened twice. So yeah. like, like, where do you go to, do you start, do you open up your phone book on your phone and just start calling people? Do you, I'm sure you, you do tweet that you were laid off. I mean, like, where do you go to for you, um, mm -hmm. the, the, the two times you were laid off? Yeah. I mean the, the first, like when I, when I get laid off, like the first thing I do is kind of think about who are my closest friends that are engineers are okay. their teams hiring. Right. I Cause like, that. why wouldn't you want to work with your friends? Um, 100%. So like I might hit up like like Will Johnson, right? Like hit up him. Like is he, you know, he works, I think he works at Okta right now. Yep, so like, yep. hey, is your team hiring? Um, hit up like old, like, you know, I used to work at Facebook for a little bit. Hit up my like old boss or coworkers. Um, so I usually go with that inner circle first, because it's like, well, if I'm gonna get a new job, might as well work with people I like. Correct. Correct. Do did did you have any cadence of, so when I, so it was interesting. I mean, I've been out here talking about the job search forever. Right. And, and I've never been on the job search until <laughs> obviously this year. 
And, and, and so now I have a different viewpoint in it. How, how did you structure your days to search? Right. Cause I was out here saying you should be job searching eight hours a day. And then after I did, it's like, hell no, dude, that shit wears you out. So like, like, have, did, did you find a good cadence in it? I'm not asking for like a super regimented, but do you mm -hmm. have any sort of cadence that you figured out? Yeah. Um, I mean, when I, the first time I got laid off, I tweeted about it and I was like, I'll talk to anyone and everyone. Sure. And so I like, I set up a Calendly link and I was like, it was like 15 or 30 minute calls. Um, and I just scheduled like kind of like eight right. to five, just, basically, yeah. you know, kind of like you were saying. Yeah. Um, the second time around though, like the first time when you do that kind of search and you get a lot of traffic, let's say that comes in, there's a lot of like, um, just not good fits. Right. Yeah. They're like, okay, 100%. we want you to move to San Francisco. And I'm like, I have a two-year-old, like I, a house. Um, so that the first approach worked to like meet a lot of people in a short period of time. The second approach though is probably more of a balance where I was like, okay, um, I'll schedule a couple calls, but then I'm gonna block off like, you know, I'll do like three hours of calls in the morning, and then in the mm -hmm. afternoon, I'll do like a two-hour block of like prepping for a technical interview. Mm -hmm. Um and then like, you know, if I would maybe prep for an hour and then after an hour, I was like, okay, I still have a free hour. Let me go like help my wife or like, sure. you know, so I, I try to play it a little bit more flexible in the second round. Yeah. Is there, is there anything, um, golly, I'm trying to, I know I keep saying this. I just have all the questions for you. What, what, what made you document your job? Did you document your job search the first time on Twitter? Like you did the second time? No, the, the first time I tweeted about it. And that was basically it. And the second time, I I don't know what. I, I mean, you went all came. in, and I loved following your updates. So I'm kind of curious what yeah. made you document it live from the first one, second one. Like, I guess I need all the help That's, I can get at this point. Yeah. Okay. Let me. I'm gonna put this. It won't let me put it in the main comments. Um, but I'll drop it here in the private chat. Maybe you can yeah. share with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you're sharing that, yeah. Basically, like. I don't know if I was just in the whole like build in public, learn in public mindset at the time, but I was like, okay, um, this is something that I would want to see. Like a lot of people are getting laid off. And so I was like, let me put it out there. Kind of yeah. like, and, and there were a lot of lessons learned. I mean, one of the ideas was like, okay, if I apply to Riot Games and I say that I got rejected and there's somebody else that's like, wait, I know Joe's work by chance, you know, maybe they could root for me to get a second interview. Mm -hmm. I don't think that ever happened, but that was one of the ideas behind my mindset. Um, the oh. other one was kind of like, you know, if I'm talking to like Mercury and also, you know, like education first, like they can see like, okay, like here's, here's the players, I guess, in the game. I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, and then it was also just to kind of like give insight because it's like, it would be cool. If, what if we all did this, you know? I, it well, probably wouldn't work out, but uh, I don't know. Well, no, I mean, so would would you say you had more traction and more activity the second time documenting your search than you did the first time? The second time I had like bigger companies. The first time it was a because I only did like I did a, the Twitter kind of thing, and it would be like random founders that are like, "Oh yeah, like we're about to raise," and I'm like, "That's too early for me." Yeah. Um, yeah. The second time was a lot like bigger companies. 
can, can can you talk about again i mean talking about you know to raising that's too early for you what are some parameters mm. that 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 you held true to the job search because some people mm. want early stage and some people don't right i mean this is yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i worked for a billion dollar company now I work for a startup who just got their series a last year so so i mean i mean it's a i mean it's a pretty big difference so what what yeah. are some parameters you had and why just just to maybe give some ideas to people yeah that's a good question um so yeah i mean so the the before i got laid off i worked at this company called coder it was series b it was like 30 employees it was awesome i was there for a little over two years um and like the thing like the thing that i've realized is like a series b has like pretty good benefits um and so if that's mm -hmm. important to you and your family like that was kind of the parameter um because when i the first job i took after the first layoff was at a company that was 15 people. It was bootstrapped. It was like CEO, CTO, like, you know, it was very profitable. Um, didn't raise any money, but it was 15 people. So like my team was me, a junior engineer and the CTO. Like I reported to the CTO. It's small. So, so, you know, you're like, so there's, there's different dynamics at play, obviously. Mm. Um, so when I was doing the next search, I was like, okay, I tried the 15 people. There are pros and cons. I've done the series B. Um, the things that I was looking for though, was kind of like, you know, where's going to be like a stable place. So mm -hmm. probably something bigger, sure. uh, good health insurance, good vision, dental. Yeah. Like that was a big one. Yeah. Um, some type of like family benefits for the future, right? Like trying to think like long-term, like if I'm here for five years and within the next five years, we want to have more kids, like who has a good parental leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th that was, those were some of the parameters. I mean, the other one was like, um, series B usually can pay a little bit more. Like if you're going sure. for a higher cash comp. Yep. yep. Um, and no, then, this is, yeah. no, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. And, and, yeah. and, and the reason why I want to ask Joe, this is because I feel like a lot of people start their search after they get laid off. And listen, I, I have the utmost empathy, right? I mean, there's people that got laid off yesterday from Twilio and Spotify that their heads yeah. are spinning right now. And so, but, but, but I think you got to wait till your head stops spinning to start. And if that's a day or that's a week, now I wouldn't probably take any longer than a week, but like, it's okay to take time for yourself. And cause, cause I really, and then also figure out what you want because you don't want to jump back into the job search and like, you have no idea. And then you take another job and you're just miserable. So, yeah. so that's why I dug into what Joe just now, just like, Hey, listen, and again, if y'all watch right now and have questions, please ask. Cause again, um, it's, I feel like a lot of times, and, and one of my posts today on LinkedIn is going to be about this. I feel like a lot of people think senior developers, they just have it great. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, everyone deals with the same shit, right? You were laid off twice, right? I know my guy Emmett on, on the chat right here, he was laid off. He's junior, you're senior. Y'all were both laid off the same time or the same amount of times in a year, right? So yeah. James, wait, what's going on? What's going on? Um, so, all right. So you were laid off. Um, first time, second time, what, so aside from documenting your journey the second time, and you said that did lead to some larger fish in the sea leads per se, what are some other things that you changed, modified, took out that sucked the first time, not doing that the second time? Any thoughts on that? Mm, good question. Um, and then, and then while you think about that, James, we miss you too, man. We miss you. Yes, too. definitely miss you, James. Uh, dude, good question. Yeah, so so doing the biggest change was documenting it publicly. Um, 
I'm trying to think if I did this the first time. One of the things I did the second time too was like live streaming my technical challenges. Oh, talk about that. Wait, you did this a second time? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it was the second time. So um, what do you mean by that? Like, like what, like what? Okay. So, so you know how some, sometimes we get like technical take homes, right? Yes. 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 Wait, you stream those? So I That's asked awesome. permission to, to, to be clear. I did ask permission, um, but I think brilliant. one or two of them, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, like, let's do this in public again. And so I did it on dope. Twitch. And like, I, I don't like, again, if we go to my, if we, if you went to my Twitch right now, I probably have like a hundred followers, maybe, sure. maybe 50. So, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't like a big audience, but I was like, okay, let me, let me talk about it publicly. Let me, you know, it's going to, it's going to be some accountability, right? Like I'm doing it on stream. I'm like, let's solve this in an hour. I can send them the recording after. Um, like, let's see if I can pull up real quick. For example, one of the jobs I interviewed for was a developer advocate role. Um, and they were like, Hey, can you do a take home? And I was like, sure. And so I did that and I broke it into videos and turned it into like a playlist, like into content. Um, so let me drop this yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here in the chat. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. So, so this is a great yeah, example. Right. I was like, okay. I was like, do you care if I live stream it? Cause again, playing into that role, developer advocacy, you're doing content, you're doing things publicly. I was like, this will help me stand out. Um, so I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make four videos. Uh, so the part one is like the brainstorm. Um, the second is like planning what we're going to build. The third was the literal live stream where I built it like in an hour 20. And then the fourth was like a demo. And then I sent them the playlist. Um, that one leaded to an offer. Um, this one led into an offer. Yeah. So that, so I think that played, I think that helped a lot. I mean, the recruiter even said, uh, Megan, she was super nice. She was like, yeah, like that, you know, that kind of wowed the, uh, committee who was re uh, reviewing your application. Well, because ain't nobody have the balls, excuse my language. No, ain't nobody got the balls to stream their interviews live. I mean, like, like, like in hindsight, Joe, like <laughs> props to you, man. Props to you. Um, I, I want to get to a few comments yeah. real quick. Read. My guy, Reed. Reed is a two-time guest of the show. He's a CTO out of Knoxville. I've interviewed several high-quality, incredible cans who were dealing with things on that specific day and bombed the interview because their head was not in the right space. Definitely present yeah. your best self. Joe, do you got any, you got any more thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I totally agree with Reed there. I mean, um, so, okay, you're familiar. are you familiar with My First Million, the podcast? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... There are some gold nuggets on that podcast. So one of the tips, so you know how like um, athletes, like a, a basketball player, they've got like a warm-up routine. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the hosts, Sean, talks about this. He says that like before his video calls, like today, for example, before a podcast, he's got a warm-up routine and he does that to get himself in the right mindset. And so like, I think that's something somebody could do as well of like a couple of times, that. like I would throw on like a an EDM or like house song, just yeah. kind of like jump up and down just vibe it, man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. get it going so no i love that i, I think i think pregame rituals you know yes. I, i've i've talked with a little bit about rituals like we all have nighttime rituals morning rituals like for me it's breakfast protein shake vitamins coffee you know we Greens. all have rituals and rituals can go from very small to hey i say a quick prayer before going out and playing on the field to yeah, yeah, yeah. cold plunge 
shower, <laughs> yeah. protein, you know, like, yeah. like it can get pretty intense journaling, mindfulness, you know, kind of like the, what, what all these tech bros do, right. That we all kind of make fun of uh, these kind of these like long rituals. But I think having a ritual, I think is a very good point. I think what leads to Reed said, and again, what you said, I think, I think you, you interviewing, you got to bring your best self to the interview. And if, and, and you need to find a way to do that. One of the things, so when I was in counseling, I still am in counseling, but my last counselor, um, I was having problems getting really, really burnt out uh, throughout the day. I still do, but it's something I'm continually keep monitoring on. But he was like, you need to provide like actual space during your meetings and not go back to back to back. Because what happens is, is that your brain can't relax. And so you're essentially like, you know, going nonstop. And, and so even if it's like, hey, I'm going to do five minutes and I'm going to like listen to EDM or you know, listen to Headspace, the app before an interview, do something. Yeah. So I think that's great. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, got to run, but we'll love to see. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it won't, it won't be on YouTube, Tom, but, uh, it will be on my podcast and it'll be, uh, both streamed to our LinkedIn page. You can check that out. And then Ray, my guy on TikTok goes, Taylor burnt out. No way. Yeah, always. Um, all right. So, uh, so, so we did, um, uh, so we did the comments or, or, or we talked about building in public for that. Um, yeah. is, is there any other hacks that you did the second time around aside or was it mainly documenting and then streaming the second time around, which I think are both very, very good things. Yeah. Documenting streaming. I'm trying to think anything else. Um, the one thing I want to caveat is yep. like when I started talking publicly about it, I was like, I should show the wins and the failures, right? Like if somebody yeah. rejects me or I fail a technical interview, I should talk about that. Yeah. The thing that kind of backfired a little bit though. Really? And I didn't expect this because, because, because I was, because I talk about doing this. So please, please tell me okay. how it backfired. So, so for example, um, there was a company I was interviewing with called brilliant brilliant.org, which is kind of like a mobile app. It's kind of like Duolingo, but for math and science and programming. Okay. Um, super stoked about it had like made it to the final round had like the technical interview um and, and and bombed it i think i just i just got in my head and wasn't able to solve it in time um but i talked about it and then later one uh i was talking to a head of engineering at a company uh that i met through like g2i and he was like one of the red flags that one of our engineers brought up was like he was looking at your linkedin and it seems like you're failing a lot of technical interviews insure you're like ah oh, damn i mean listen, I was like, here's the deal <laughs> yeah i was like yes That's, but like i know what like why. I'm, i suck it like at the time i was like i suck at system design and algorithms like i can solve them but it takes me a long time system design i just need to get better at and so that after that he was like okay like we still want to interview you but from that point, I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to talk publicly about the failures. Yeah. So, 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 so man, that is an interesting <laughs> – John comes in goes rude. So here's the – I think that's an interesting take. I mean, and this is why I say online, like I think vulnerability is important. Um, I think being transparent. I think documenting your failures. But but I think you got to be careful right now. I, yeah. Knowing you, you're not the guy that's going to be like doing it nonstop. I'm sure not all your yeah. posts were about failing. I'm sure it was yeah, one, yeah. one or two posts. That was it. So like yeah. I am surprised they kind of got weirded out by that. But yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know, I, I I do think it, it is important. Um, but I also think uh, that 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 you got to be careful. 
you got to be careful because people can see yeah. your post and got to be careful what you comment on and like, cause they can see all of it. So just, just a heads up, just a heads up. Um, so, uh, all right. So we've talked about kind of what, what you did differently. Um, what were, um, talk to me about how you got both jobs, right? Like the OG, how did you get your first job in January? Um, and then how did you get your second job, um, this last time around? Yeah, for sure. So the first one in January was like, um, I tweeted about it, said I was looking, pinned it to my profile. Um, somebody's brother-in-law. So basically like the head of like the CEO or something like not, not CEO, the COO, um, her brother-in-law had sent her the tweet. She DM'd me and was like, Hey, we'd love to interview you. And then the CTO also reached out, did a couple calls, did a, a technical interview. They made an offer. I took that one. Uh, the second one uh, with Mercury, I was telling you before we started, my best friend's partner, uh, she had a friend who was like, hey, I'm really, uh, I know a lot of recruiters in the space, like, yeah. let me help you. She's like, here are the companies that I know, are any interesting? And I said, yes, Mercury looks super interesting. So she knew somebody who worked there, an engineering manager, who I talked to through LinkedIn, kind of got my foot in the door through that, through referral. Um you know, and did well enough to, to make it to the offer stage at the end. That's awesome. So, so both connections or both jobs were from connections who you knew the, well, the first one wasn't, I didn't know anybody at that company. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Like that, yeah. that was because of social media. The first one that was because of social media. Exactly. Yes. And then the second one was because you knew somebody. Yes, exactly. Did that also come for social media too, or not? Like technically the, uh, no, it's like my childhood best friend. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure. Partner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So again, so here, Joe found his two jobs that he got laid off in a year, one through social media, one through his own personal network. So again, everything I talk about, right? I think it's incredibly, <laughs> yeah. incredibly important. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, anything else I haven't touched on? Because we are, believe it or yeah. not, I knew this would happen. We are kind of oh, yeah, you know, yeah. finishing up time. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you really want to get across? Because my brain's working well, overtime right now trying to figure yes. that out. One other thing that comes to mind about the talking in public so towards the end, I stopped talking about the failures publicly just for uh, the not get the judgment like James was saying. The other thing, though, is like I had to start being more careful about what round I was at. Like if I said, oh, I'm at uh, the final round with Stitch, but I'm also interviewing with Mercury, then Mercury might look at my next week's post to see like, did he make it to the offer stage with Stitch because he was at the final round last week? You know what I mean? So like trying to be a little bit... Um, less transparent about what stage I was at with companies because otherwise they would like use it against each other of like, well, you just had the final interview with brilliant. What happened? You know what I mean? Does that so make sense? Do you think it, it's not good sharing where you're at all the time? Publicly. Like, Oh, publicly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I'm talking to a recruiter, you know, like, sure. I might be, I might, you know, if yeah. they're helping me, I help them. Sure. But publicly, if I'm like, yeah, I'm at the third stage of Stitch, Echobine, whatever. Then they're going to look at for the next week and be like, oh, did you fit? Like, did, do you still have those on the Interesting. table? Interesting. You know what okay. I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So. So something to kind of keep in keep in mind. So Be careful of that. Yeah. So so two things to be careful of. One, documenting too much of your failures. I think documenting your yes. failures is fine for the record. Okay. Uh, but just be careful with it. And two, you said don't actually publicly say where you're at with companies because the companies could potentially question you like, Hey, I haven't seen any updates. What's go like that. You don't want that type of thing. Yeah. Because well, because so basically the, the, 
Because like, you know, sometimes if a company is moving slow and you want it to move further along, because otherwise, you know, because what you're, what you're trying to basically like hedge for is like, what happens if you get an offer from one company and you're still waiting to see what's going to happen with sure. the other company? Sure. So you're like, hey, like I'm at the final stage of this. But if you're talking about that publicly, then like they might use that against you of like, well, last week you were at the final stage and this week you're not. So that means you probably got rejected. So we're going to oh, slow down. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Okay. Good thought. Yeah. Because yeah. I, because one thing that I really did is I was incredibly transparent. Um, I was incredibly transparent um, for uh, where I was at with the people who I was interviewing with. I was like, hey, listen, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. an offer. I got a verbal, you know, just want to keep you in a loop. Right. And that actually helped yeah. me think long. Totally, uh, totally. On, on, on my end. Um, all right. So what else? Is there anything else? We miss anything else? So again, to recap, um, document your shit. Yeah. Uh, le leverage your friends. Um, stream. If, if you feel comfortable, stream. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, some, 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 you know, make sure you don't document too much negative. Maybe don't document too much of where you're at publicly with other companies. Um, anything else? Man? Links, links. What, what Have links ready. Links, like for what? So, so like when I was in the middle of a call, I could be like, yeah, like here's the newsletter that I'm doing on the side. Like, oh, gotcha. Oh, I love that. PR I love that. From this okay. like open source project. Um, I think having those like handy, like that, like doing things that help you stand out, like little things, right? Like I bought this hat during my job interview idea guy like what's hat. that about where'd you get that, that you know conversation starters um and then having like mental like for example let me sorry last thing i'll say right no here you're is, good uh, and you're really good with these links i can tell like you're really good with these links like you keep sending me stuff like quickly which is great so so like this one like in the mercury interview i think at the end i talked about um this mental model i had or i learned from the podcast my first million like treadmill friends which is kind of like there are people in the world who like lift you up and like after you talk to them, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to go run a marathon. And there are other people that like, wow, that was exhausting. I'm going to go sit down on the couch. <laughs> That's me. So so I like brought this up at an interview and like, again, it's like conversation starters, things that help you stand out. Like I think that helps a lot because um, all of us are like, and we have our own mental models. Like you were, you, you called it like uh, pregame rituals. Yeah. Yeah. Pregame right? rituals. Right. Yep. Right, like talking about that. That kind of, I think that helps me a lot. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, cool. All right. Uh, last few questions again. If y'all have questions, please ask them now. Um, but oh, also to go back to the hat real quick. Um, oh, yeah. I, I so I think this is a great idea because I really do want that hat. By the way, so send me send me a link when you're done. <laughs> okay, I, I got it. Okay. Um, because I because I love a good dad hat with sayings on it. Um, yeah. So I, I noticed this when I went to Thrive Technical Conference this past year. Um, I We got really cool shirts from Gun.io. One of them says we help hackers get paid because, we, again, we're kind of a freelance platform. So I wore that shirt. A lot of questions. A lot of, what, we help hackers get paid. Well, who do you work for, right? That was one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second thing is I don't, I don't recommend you like fake – physical uh james the hat says idea guy idea guy um uh, i i wouldn't fake an injury but my tendonitis <laughs> flared up and i was in a boot for the whole conference and the boot helped me 
have so many conversations with people so easily. I didn't have to come up with them. They come up to be like, Hey, what's going on with your boot? And I just told them. Yeah. And, and I came up with a line of being like, yeah, I want to say it's from ice hockey, but really I'm just old and have tendonitis. Right. And so like, I kind of played into that and they're like, Oh, you play ice hockey. And then it, and then it kind of snow. So for me, I, I, I think, I think, I think this is huge. I think have something like a shirt. Um, if you want to do virtual, I think that's great. Um, but also too, when it comes to networking, which I'm really passionate about, I, I would have something maybe that you wear a lot. Me, it was like the floral shirts, um, you know, or the hat, the idea guy. I mean, I think, I think something like that's huge. Um, Brent, Brendan comes in here again as we wrap up here. You mentioned streaming. What, what are you doing, Joe? Uh, you mentioned streaming. Do you have a particular platform you like to stream mm. on? Yeah, I did some Twitch streaming in the past. Um, so I would just stream on Twitch, but like during the job hunt, I would try and do this like work in public. Uh, so either doing like here, I'm working on a technical take home, um, or I'm prepping for an interview, like where yeah. I was like asking chat GPT questions for system design. So just trying to like, cause like it gets so lonely when you're doing the job hunt. And like you were saying, like in the very, if you jump right in, like you might go, go crazy just cause you know, yeah. you're like grinding. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. All right. So, um, I love it. We're also live in South Africa today. What's going on, Emmanuel? Thanks for tuning in, man. Appreciate it. All right. So last four questions as we wrap up here. And again, if you have questions, please ask Joe. Um, uh, otherwise thank you again for tuning in today. First question, Joe, um, if money was, so this is a brand new question I've started to ask. If money was the same, what would you do for your day job outside of coding? If money was the same, like you could do anything. Dude, I would, I would get paid to learn languages, like foreign languages. Wow, you're a nerd. Okay. <laughs> do you do, do you have a foreign language you really want to master first? Yeah. So so right now, um, I'm raising my daughter bilingual in Spanish, oh, and nice. so okay. I'm so always trying to like get to the next level. After just being there, can't confirm. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. James. James goes Spanish teacher. I love it. There you go. Um, yeah. Second question is um uh if what or what brings you joy outside of work mm. i mean you know spending time with family that's kind of the obvious one uh yeah. the two-year-old so doing that and then besides that i mean just like learning like i love to learn um so i'm always listening to like podcasts or like building little side projects so like just making stuff for fun yeah i would say i love that i love that uh third thing third question any tools, technologies, trends um, that you're reading about, tinkering with on the side that you wanted to obviously share with the people? Ooh, uh, I'll, I'll plug uh, Refold. Let me drop you a link. Okay. Um, th this is in the language learning space. Um, but like, it's like, you know, we, we have a lot of these like mental models, like programming, like patterns, design systems, things like that. In the language learning uh, world refold is kind of like a framework that you can apply to language learning um so i'll plug that one because that one i'm like big on right now uh, that 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 edited weird um okay refold there was uh, oh yeah alex has a good question too I don't know why it's doing that. Yeah, just look up refold.la. Okay. Just just there look that go. up. Um yeah has Joe found companies to be happy about streaming technicals when he's asked about it did he ever get yeah. pushback on it? So the developer advocate ones, obviously, because the role kind of warrants that they were like, gave me the big thumbs up, like, yeah, please I'm sure. do it. I'm sure. Um, some of them were okay. There was one that was not okay because they were like, we uh, the interview is the same for everybody, and so if you stream it, oh. it gives it away. Um, so yeah, there was a couple. So I I just asked ahead of time. 
Yeah, I love but, that. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right, man. Last question of the day. Um, we had guidance counselors in middle school, high school, and college. Yeah. But now as adults, we don't have any. That's why the show is called Guidance Counselor 2.0. What would be your biggest piece of career advice to young Joe? Ooh. Dude, the thing that I wish I would have done either either before college or after graduating college would be like shadowing people. Like, like we, yeah, yes. You we know, went away I, from that. Because I think yeah. that was hot when I was in high school or something. Okay. My, like so my, yes. Like yeah. my sister-in-law uh, just graduated from college. Like she's like, I think her gra her graduation is next week. Um, she studied English, super smart, super bright. And she's like, do I go to law school? Do I become a teacher? Do I go work in sales? And like, I wish I would have had that mindset of like, let me go see what a programmer does. Yeah. Or let me go see what a recruiter does. Or let me yeah. go see what somebody in sales, you know? So that would be the advice is like shadow people before you choose something. Kind of like what you were saying before, like slow down before you jump into the next job. Yeah. I think shadowing is huge. Like, to be honest with you, I think if I were to go back and like I were, I was trying to make music or trying to make it in music and I didn't know nine yeah. to fives. I would literally just start calling companies, but like, Hey, can I just come out and shadow? Yeah. I think one company's be like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? But I think everyone would say yes. I think everyone would say yes, because it, it, it's, it's like, Hey, I just want to show up for like two hours. Yeah. That's it. And just see, cause like, and just try stuff. Because I think what happens is, is that. Yeah. We put so much pressure on ourselves from a career to make it work the first time when in actuality, if we just shadowed that person for two hours, we probably would, maybe wouldn't have even gone that down that career. Right. So um, exactly. I love, that. I love that. Cool. All right. I got to bounce Joe. It's good to see you, my friend. You're the best yeah, for everybody. Awesome. Please go connect with Joe on Twitter um, or LinkedIn. Um, but Joe, appreciate you, man. And actually stay on real quick so I can say bye to you off air, but y'all have a good one. Okay. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. See you guys. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me at TDeston on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.